0: welcome to wisdom tips everybody i'm dr connie green your host and i am so glad you have joined us today for wisdom tips and today's episode is a very very good episode it's something that we all do and that's something we're going to talk about tonight i need some help myself and that's why i studied on the subject of this topic that we're going to be talking about because it's very important for us to be able to deal with this attribute that we all sometimes have. So what is it about? Okay. I'm not going to leave you hanging in any longer. We're going to be talking about today, how to overcome worry. Has anybody worried out there? Have you ever been worried about anything? Oh, I'm sure you have. Even if you don't admit it, we all worry about things in life, but sometimes we allow those things to overtake us. And sometimes we get worried so much that it, we can even start having anxiety attacks and uh it's not a good feeling it makes you feel sick in your body it's, it's an uneasy feeling and and you're always anxious about things if the phone ring if, if somebody email you you are scared to open up the email and when you go on facebook you're hoping you didn't you don't see anything that's going on in your family so you just get all disembobulated. so we're going to talk about that issue tonight so if you do me a favor If you've ever worried before, put it in the comment and put, yes, I've worried. I just put worried so we can get a little conversation going on in the chat. If you want to do that and help us teach this tonight, because I don't want you to feel like that you're all alone because we're all there. So oftentimes when it seems like life is hard and all hell breaks loose in our life, we become what? Stress. And when we get stressed like that, we always try to control the situation. We try to control the situation and try to figure out what is what it is and even when we pray and we ask god we're trying to figure it out you know we want to know every incorrect detail even when we pray we want to know everything about it even after we pray and we supposedly turn it all over to god you know and 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 we waiting on him and he's not saying anything so then we start thinking about the philosophy that we all say you know hope for the best hope for the best and plan what? For the worst. Have you ever been like that? Yeah, hope for the best and plan for the worst. You know, I've heard people say that all the time, so that's what we do. We hope for the best and then we prepare for the worst, but we don't need to have to, we don't need to do that. I just want you to think about something. When you sit in a chair, you don't worry about the chair breaking breaking in, in a thousand pieces while you're sitting there. You just sit there and you relax. When you get on that couch and you lay down, you're not looking at the couch to collapse, why? Because you 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 trust that couch, you tr- you trust that chair, and so you just sit there and and you relax or you lay down on that couch and you re- you all relax and you're not worried about it, it collapsing and, and you're feeling comfortable. And you know, then let's think about another scenario. You you go to the bank and you put your money in the bank. You know, could be a hundred dollars, could be a hundred thousand dollars but you get sleep at night. You don't sit there worrying about what's going on with my money. I wonder what's happening with my money. You trust what? You trust that bank. And so you don't worry about it. And then, you know, you think about when we go to sleep at night, especially when you're real, real tired and you don't have anything on your mind, you go to sleep, you wake up in the morning. You don't even think about that. You made die in your sleep. Why? Cause you, you sleep it. So you trust the fact that you're gonna go to sleep and, you, and and everything is gonna be fine when you get up in the morning. And so we all have been through worry. Let me look in the chat and see if I see some of you guys. Yes, yes, I see worry. Yes, yes. A lot of people saying yet they've been worried before. Well, you need to have at least a little bit of confidence in God. If we say that we really trust him and those of us that are believers, if we really trust God when we pray, we won't sit there and try to work it out with God. On what we're going through and what we're worried about we should just simply give it to him believe that he's going to do it and just wait on the answer you know because when we find ourselves in a downward spirit of the, the now listen to this this is what we used to say the how the what the when and the where mm-hmm. we need to stop that and give it to the lord we always want to know how did this go happen oh, What's going to happen next or or when this is going to happen or where am I going to go if it happens? So we're always worrying about that. So we need to stop for a second right now. I want somebody to take a deep breath and just stop right now and think about what you're doing. You're second guessing, God, you're second guessing even yourself, because some things we worry about never come to pass. Did, you know, did I kind of say that again? Some things we worry about never come to pass. You know, we believe the promises of God. We we believe He's going to do all this stuff for us. And then when we get things going in life and things get crazy, we get all disembobulated. You know, we we just be speaking things to ourselves and, and making ourselves even more afraid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going I'm to lose my job. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't have enough money to pay that bill. What are we going to do? And you just worry, worry, worry. We got to learn how to be faithful, faithful enough to know to God, faithful enough to God to know that if we ask them to do anything for us, he would do it. Now, God may not provide for you exactly what you want, the way you want it and when you want it, but he will take care of the situation. And that's what I want us to do. I want us to put up our muscles today, our, our spiritual muscles and start, ex- you know, exercising our faith and believing some things for God that he would really, really do for us. Uh, here's a promise that I used to read and I read even now when I get upset, a promise that we all need to learn and we need to know about by, by heart. God cares for you. So turn all your worries over to him. That's in P- uh, 1 Peter 5 and 7 in the CEV translation. So look it up. God cares for you. Now, if anybody cares for you, they're not going to let, let nothing happen to you. They're going to make sure you get that food in the household that you need. Going to make sure you take care of that, that bill. He's going to make sure that he, He heals your body or touch your body or tell you the different ways of how you can take care of your body. If somebody really, really care about you, you don't have to worry about it. Now let's think about relationships out here. Some of us have some good best friends and we know, you know, we call them our rad and dad. You know, I, sometimes I used to say that word, but then I got to thinking about what that means, you know, rad and dad. And I don't know if I'm a dad for anybody, but that's what we say. But you got some friends that you know, if you were to call them tomorrow, if something happened, they would take care of it and you won't lose any sleep, right? But why is it that we say we trust God, but still we worry about stuff? You know, I don't see anything in my life. I don't know about yours that I worried about and it changed. Amen. It didn't change. The situation didn't change. The circumstance didn't change. Not one bit. I, I just worried myself to death and all the time that I wasted worrying it, you know, look at all the stuff I could have done. I could have been happy. I could have kept living my life, but I was sitting up there worried. So think about it. how much time do you really worry about things? I want you to write it down. You know, when you start worrying about stuff, just start writing down. What are you worried about? What are you worried about? you know, if you was, if you, if you wasn't worried, then you can start doing some positive things instead of some negative things. You know, I often talk about mindset. One of the greatest things about, um, uh, helping your mindset and, and, and rewiring your brain is stop worrying because when you worry, you get that anxiety. And then when you get that anxiety, then it goes to other things and other emotions and then you just get all the again and all frustrated and then you get depressed because you say, oh my goodness, nothing is working for me. So I want you to get encouraged today and just think about when stuff do happen and things will happen in life, things that you need to be concerned about. And I'm not saying don't worry, just let it go and say, oh, forget it. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm not gonna think about it. No, you need to be concerned about it, but you don't need to worry about it. Imagine what you could do with all that energy, if you just turned it over to God and not really worried about it, let me tell you something that happened to me just a few years ago. I think it was in 2016. I went to the doc- doctor for a regular checkup, and I thought I was doing, you know, fairly well because I was trying to eat right, exercise, and drink the water stuff that I often tell people that we all need to do. And sometimes I, you know, I jump off the wagon like everybody else, and I'm not perfect at, at, at anything that. To be perfectly honest with you, in life, nobody's perfect, but I do strive to try to take care of my body because my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. When I read that scripture years ago, I started thinking it's in my in my mind that, hey, if, if this body doesn't belong to me and I love God, the least I could do is take care of my body. So I you know, thought I was taking care of my body. So I went to the doctor, had the, the physical. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, I got a call from the doctor saying that they seen some spots. On you know my body it's in in the area that you know that uh, I was very concerned about, and so she said uh, I need to take another exam of you and and uh, then I probably going to need to you probably going to need surgery if we still see the the spots you know in this particular organ, and so a few weeks later she called me back, well a week later she called me back and she said Miss Green it looks like we're going to have to have surgery because I don't want to say the C word, but it looks like that's what it is. It's fairly big, and and I, we need to have surgery go in and try to take it, take it out, and and I think you'll probably be fine if we can get all of it. And so I went home and I said, okay, all right, and I was trying to be cool and everything, and then all of a sudden, worry set in. Am I gonna die? Am I gonna have to take chemotherapy? How long would I live? Will it be painful? Thing my mind just started racing, you know, how long do I have to live? You know, and I was just in a panic attack, no matter how much I prayed, no matter how much I gave it to the Lord, no, didn't matter how many scriptures I read, my heart was just pounding. And so I decided, you know, maybe I need to fast. So after, you know, I never could get any relief from just reading the scriptures and, and praying, I began to fast. So after about a week of fasting, the Lord really came in to my room and I had a visitation from him and he really, really blessed me. And he reassured me that everything would be all right. I got up up, off my knees and I felt the heaviness leave me immediately. At the time, I didn't know I was healed. I didn't feel like I was healed, but my mindset was where it needed to be. And so I began to just give God praise And so that Sunday when I went to church, my son preached, Elder Roger Green, and he preached the prophetic message of what God had told me during that visitation. And I knew it was God. And before I knew it, I started praising the Lord. I couldn't stop. And they ended up having to take me out of church because I was speaking in tongues and crying. And they thought I was crying because I was upset. I was crying because I was just giving God the praise. Have you ever been in a place when God really moved in your life? And he answered your prayer, and you went to church, and the pastor preached the same thing. Oh God, that God had told you. I was just happy. That's why I was crying. It wasn't cry uh, tears of fear, but it was tears of release, uh, tears of happiness, tears of being thankful and grateful for what God had done to me or uh, for me and so I just left it there and I remember going home and I told my husband I said it is well with my soul when I go to surgery in a couple of weeks everything's gonna be all right and I and I I didn't worry about it anymore so I know what I'm talking about you can get delivered from worry if you want to using some of these tips that I'm going to talk to you about during this broadcast and scriptures are very important and just finding time with God so to make a long story short when i went to the hospital and they did the surgery the doctor came in while i was in recovery and the, and the and and my husband said the doctor told him well the big tumor that we've seen has dissolved so much we can barely see it and the second one was already small and we can't see it at all she said i don't know what it is but it's gone she said i got the reports here i can see it on the screen but now it's no way nowhere to be found in her body and she said, we can barely see it. She said, so it looks like to me, everything is well. So when I, when I heard that news, I, of course, rejoiced and I thanked the Lord for it. But it just made, reminded me of all the hours, all the times over the years that I have worried about things, worried about my children, worried about income, worrying about house hurts, worrying about my marriage, you know, worrying about my weight, worrying about my health. All those years I've been worrying and saved full of the Holy Ghost. We say we give it to God, but you're still holding on to it and you're still worried. All those hours that I had spent and I said, Lord, you mean all I had to do was fast, pray, believe you, get some good scriptures, and have a determination and believe you and not trust man because with God, you know, with man is impossible. With God, all things are possible. So I had to start speaking those scriptures and believing them in my heart and they work dear your hearts and I know they're going to work for you. So let's look at the definition. Let's look at the definition of word. The definition is a state of, of worry, is a state of anxiety, uncertainty, or actually or actual or potential problem. It's also a ment- it's also gonna be caused by the a mental distress, agitation resulting from concerns for something impending or an anticipation of something. So you know, when you anticipate something and it hasn't even happened, that that's a mindset that you need to really work on because you you don't have any evidence at all that this is going to happen but in your mind that is what the enemy is telling you so what does the Bible say about it since the the, the definition of, of of the of the uh of the what is the name of this book uh the definition of I had the uh the information where I got it but I didn't write it down but anyway it was just a dictionary but I wanted to tell you the name of the the company that put that definition out so now that we know that let's look at the word of God what does the word of God say about uh being worried it says there, therefore Matthew 6 and 34 says therefore do not worry about tomorrow I don't know if you heard the scripture scripture and I want you to write it down because we're gonna have several scriptures tonight because I want you to really get this in your spirit it said therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own so you don't have to worry about it god got this that's in matthew 6 and 34. then with another scripture that i love philippians chapter 4 6 and 7. it says do not be anxious about anything but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving prayer supplication with thanksgiving so what you thanking him for you're thinking that he's already taken care of it let your request be made known to god not to man not to your mindset not to your your best seat this that and the other yes they can pray for you they can talk to you try to help you out in the situation but we need to go to god first then it says and the peace of god which passes all understanding one translation says the peace of god that surpasses all understanding will guide your heart and your mind in christ jesus well let me say that again the peace of god which was suppressed was supersede and pass all understanding and will guide guard your heart and your mind now that's important right there your heart is right here in your chest and your mind, and a lot of times when we go through motion of things, we're dealing with those motion of things in our heart. That's why God knew that He's got to work on the heart, and He has to work on the mind. So hopefully, with the scriptures that I have shared with you today, maybe it will help you just that stop you from having that fear and the anxiety and that uncertainty. You know, it's it's not easy. I know it's not easy when things go on in your life and it's hard to maintain a good positive attitude, but you can do it. We want you to do it, dear hearts. And I know God is going to help you. That is why it is very, very important to find scriptures, to fast, to pray, have devotion to God so he can encourage you and let you know that everything is going to be all right. All right. You got that? All right, dear hearts. Well, we're getting ready to go to break. It's time for us to take a break and we'll be right back after this message. So please subscribe to this, this channel and tell somebody about it so they can be blessed as well. And also don't forget to hit the notification button and we'll be right back. And after this, I will share with you the wisdom tips for today. Welcome back, dear hearts. I'm so glad you stayed with me. I hope you talked to somebody and told them to come on and share with the uh come on into the broadcast so we can share with these these wonderful tips that we have that I want you to be excited about. I want you to get a piece of paper and pen if you doesn't ha- don't have it, because I'm gonna give you a lot of scriptures and they help me, and I know they're gonna be able to help you. I mean, I've did these, I've read these scriptures several times over the years and still doing them even today. Been saved a long time, over 47 years. So you never, never get too old or get Too smart and to use God's word because every time you read it, you're going to get something else new out of what you're reading the word of god is powerful quicker than t- any two-edged sword appears both ways that means it cuts both ways no matter what i don't care what the devil telling you you think you know the word of god maybe you've been saved a long time that's so what you've been saved a long time but baby when you go through something and some come your way and you don't know what to do you better know how to pray you better know how to read some scriptures and you need to know those scriptures so i'm so excited today to tell you tip number one come down doing scary times. Somebody ought to put that in the chat. Calm down now. Sometimes we get all upset and we fly off the handle. We get scared. I get the pounding. Bam, 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 bam. You ever been there and your hands get to, get sweaty and you get to shaking and you can't sleep at night and then you get aches and pain. Your back is hurting. Your legs is hurting and you can't hardly walk because you're so tired of being uh, worried about stuff and being uh, uh, afflicted and, and scared and, and anxious and you don't know how to get over it i'm here to tell you you can get over it you don't have to take a bunch of pills you, you don't have to keep running back and forth to the doctor talking about you in pain if you stop being worried and get you some sleep at night and pray and get you some scriptures and buying those demons in your life hallelujah not saying you're a demon now don't get mad don't get mad at me i'm just saying i'm demons because a lot of times those demons will come and put plant stuff in our minds that is not even real but we get so afraid because we haven't fought the enemy on our knees oh i'm talking good tonight calm down use the bible to provide some helpful guidance for you you know doing those scary times doing those times you are about to throw in the tower those times yes right there those times you know what times i'm talking about i've got some scriptures i want you to, sh- to share with you and i want you to write them down because i want you to go back and study these scriptures because that that fear gonna come again you know that problem is going to come again something gonna hit you off your rockers in life you, you i don't know what it is but everybody's gonna go through it and and it don't just happen one time so i want you to be prepared so when you're equipped and ready and you're ready for battle and you you're reading the word of god and you praying and you have com- devotion of time with god and you you have a relationship with him hey you got it all you just gotta fight just like that light we got lights all over our house when they get dark if you wanted to be dog in your house you can keep the dog but if you want that light on what you do you can flip that switch somebody ought to flip the switch the night of the holy ghost flip it flip it it's in you you got it you got it stir up the gift of god that is in you and let god use you first peter chapter 5 and 7 says cast all your cares which means cast your fears cast your anxiety cast your depression cast the the, the pain that's in your body the the the, the the problems that's, that that you're facing that you don't know what to do with some things we can't even talk about we can't even tell nobody about what's going on some things that's going on in our lives but God somebody ought to put it in the comment but God you can talk to him cast all your cares because why he cares for you and that's one of the very first scriptures I said when when we tuned in God cares for you he loves you Pro, uh, uh, Proverbs no psalms Fifty-five, twenty-two. cast your cares upon the lord and he will sustain you he would never let the righteous be forsaken oh somebody ought to shout in your house hallelujah if you're the righteous he said he never 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 he would never let you be forsaken isn't that wonderful tip number two put your worries in perspective You know think of the big picture according to the scientists there are around a hundred billion stars in the universe most of those stars are believed to have one or more planets surrounding them that's a lot of planets that's how powerful god is so our problems seem to be big but aren't as big as the big picture see sometimes the devil will magnify problems when all you have to do is stop talk to god and he'll talk to you and tell you some things about your situation and your circumstances and you will find out it's not as big as you thought it was see the devil want to make it be big he want to blow it out of proportion you know, because if, if you, if, if he see that you have an open door and you're, you're fearful in certain area, those are the areas that he's going to always come in to try to destroy you. So I don't know what that is. I don't know if you're afraid that you're going to lose your job or you're afraid you're going to lose your marriage or you're afraid that you're going to lose your income or you're afraid you're going to lose your health. I don't know what it is that, you know, within your heart, something that you haven't even told about that you fear. When the devil finds that out, that's the door that he has opened. You ought to shut the door on his face right tonight and say, Not today, devil. Not today. I'm closing this door. You had me for many, many years, many days, many months. But today I've got some word in me and now I know what to do. All right. So, tip number three understand what is and what isn't in control. Let me say it again. Understand what is and what isn't under in control we spend a lot of time worrying about things we can't change in other words so what's the point do what you can to limit your risk and then see what happens let go of the things that you can't control Mm. i had to shout right there i had to clap my hands let me say that again let go of things that you can't control in other words stop being a control freak you can't control everything You can't control your kids you can't control your husband you can't can't even control your own self sometimes if you could control yourself you would stop eating that sugar sugar and all them pies and and eating all that fried chicken (laughs) so you ain't even controlling your own self how you gonna be in control of somebody else let it go it's not even worth it stop being a control fee you can't control most things you worry about anyway and any more than you can control the weather or, or, or when you go to the beach and you see those tides coming in and out, you can't control that either. When you get in and you put your little feet in the water at the beach and all, if you go out too far, all of a sudden, those waves will knock you down. Why? Because you can't control it. Number four, have gratitude. When you realize how much you have and how lucky you are, the future isn't as scary. If you have a roof over your head, you got food in the cupboard you have a warm bed that you can lay down at night you have a shower that you can take and a bathtub where you can take a bath do you know it's a lot of people in the world and foreign countries don't have that they eat their food from garbage they stay in tents and huts they don't have showers and tubs. They don't have clothes, and closets, and shoes. When you think about how blessed you are, life isn't as scary as you think it is. Remind yourself of how good life is. Put in the coming life is good yes it's good if you got food in your belly it's good if you got a house to live in it's good if you got a car to drive it's good if you got breath in your body somehow out of shout hallelujah it's good because god don't have to give you your second breath hallelujah he can just speak the word and you're out of here but today you are here you're alive and you're aware well. stop complaining about the little things gratitude should be a habit take a moment each day and mentally list things that you're grateful for i do that a lot of times when i find myself overwhelmed and getting a little little overwhelmed and, and look little, little what, what i could say uh i wouldn't say depressed but you know you get that that spirit that spirit of heaviness yeah that spirit of heaviness that you feel just come on you I start writing down the things that God has done for me and how how blessed I am how grateful I am do that do it and and embrace it and think on a different perspective and then instead of the perspective that you've been working on tip number five get you some CTL control CTL you know, that's like the control, the, the, the computer that controls the, the controller of, of, of the button on the computer, the acronym for control on the computer, you know, what, what we always hit. So that's where I got that CTL, which means come, take, and learn. That's what we got to do. That's another tip. Come, take, and learn. What are you talking about, Sister Green? In Matthews 11, 28, it says, coming to me, all you that labor, that word come. And are heavy laden and i will give you rest that's the c verse 29 says take my yoke upon you number two take so that's come and take take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly and hard and ye should find rest for your weary souls and then verse 30 talks about the yoke again and then we, in verse 29, talks about how we have to learn. He said, learn of me. I want you to get that. Learn of me. So come, take, and learn. And verse 30 talks about yoke again. For my yoke is easy and my burden in light. So what is God saying? God said, don't worry about those things. You give it to me. Go to me and say, huh? Lord, you need to do this. You need to fix this, Lord. You know, I often tell a, a lot of women when they're little kind of discouraged about their children especially teens that they're doing a lot of crazy stuff I say baby you got to just give them to the Lord because they don't belong to us anyway the Bible said children are heritage of the Lord so they don't belong to us after they get grown or big there's nothing that you can do about it you just got to pray for them and let it go you know, and give that yoke to the Lord. I tell the Lord time, okay, Lord, that's your son or that's your daughter. You need to go ahead and do what you got to do with them because, you know, I don't have any control. He don't, they don't belong to me. I done, I don't fed them. I don't grew them up. They grown. Lord, so you got to do what you got to do. You got to talk to them. You got to fix them. You know what? He'll do just that. Verse 28 of that scripture says, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you worth. So take, give away your worry and take his relief. Let me say that again. Give away your worry and take his relief. You take those pills when you have a headache, don't you? You take that medicine that the doctor tells you you got to have for diabetes and high blood pressure you take everything that the doctor tells you and you don't worry about no you no side effects my doctor said that you know some of you don't even read the side effects you need to start reading some side effects and some of that medicine you taking and you'll find out that's why you're so tired and you're feeling so bad you might be taking too much medicine now i'm not a doctor i'm gonna give you this disc- disclaimer whatever your doctors tell you to do do it but you do have the mind i mean you do have the the will and and you should be wanted the will to know whether or not hopefully you got the will to want to know whether or not the medicine is making you worse or better so do some research on it don't just take stuff in your mouth just because somebody said do the research on it and then try to figure out what your body feels like when you take the medicine and if, if you're feeling sick in your body when you take it then you know maybe you take it too much and maybe you go to the doctor and they, they can give you another medication or they can give you a lower doses and stuff like that so if we can trust man if we can trust a doctor to give us in and everything we want and we trust that and we can't even trust god just because something is going on in our life and we think God is not going to work it out because he's not doing it fast enough. Loose here. The devil is a alive. God is still on the throne and he still is answering prayers. Somebody ought to put that in the comment. You know, I'm telling the truth. And another Psalm, Psalms 55, 22, Cash, catch that burden upon the Lord and he should sustain you. I think I read that, but I, it's, on, it's in these notes again. So God must want us to read them. Amen. So learn from God. If you want to be blessed, it is very important that you have confidence and trust in God. Jeremiah chapter 17, 7 and 8 tells us that. Go back and read it. And then I have enough, Few more scripture, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not into thy understanding all thy ways of knowledge him and he will direct your path. And the end result, verse twenty-two says, "You should find rest for your souls." Thirty says, "Take my yoke and learn of me." We went over there. Romans eight thirty-one says, "What should I say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us?" Oh, that's one of my favorite scriptures. These scriptures are the scriptures that I have that I that I've shared with you are the ones that I, that I've used over my life that have really helped me and in time time doesn't permit me to go over all of them but let me give you the scriptures John's 14 and 27 is another one Colossians 3 and 5. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read Colossians 3 and 5. I love it. it said let the peace of God rule in your heart so since we are the body of Christ God can rule in our hearts and he can rule in our minds where well, are hearts it's time to go again can you believe it wisdom tips is over And so I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Please tune in again on next week at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, YouTube, and also my podcast on CTR Media. We would love for you to continue to to join us here on on Wisdom Tips and tell others about Wisdom Tips so they can be blessed as well. And also bless this broadcast because we can't do it without you. It takes money, it takes time to, to, to organize this, this broadcast every week and I want to thank all of you if you want to be a supporter you could be a supporter also of this broadcast it'll be going across the screen but those of you that do want to support this broadcast so we can continue to have this broadcast on this platform we love you so much again and thanks again and just remember we ain't got no time for what tears of fears because what wisdom is the principal thing and all that getting get an understanding because we are here to what thrive and survive God bless you everyone I love you and I See you next week.